Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's going on, everyone? I'm Magically Average. This is Drutendo64, not Frankfurter. This is Baka Bites, and today we are talking about why anime is for adults. Bum, bum, bum. Everyone's shocked. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But it's been a topic of conversation, it, honestly, for forever, I would say. But definitely more often now because of certain anime that has come about over the last few years. And one of them being airing right now. That's a, uh, It's been the talk of the town of late. So we'll get all into that. But before we do, Drew, first time in a long time on Baka Bites. How you doing? I'm great. I'm not doing too bad. And I have a dog shaking right there's beside a jo- me. So yeah, that's there's great. a dog. Yeah. You can't see him, but he's real, I promise. He's like you me. should get a you uh-huh. should get a model for your dog. Like yeah, a, I'll get one of those like really poorly drawn ones. <laughs> yeah, too. like a crayon drawing and he just kind of bounces <laughs> in. Yes. That's it's what per- I'll do. Perfect. Um, I'm doing well. I've uh, just been trying to keep up with my weekly schedule of shows. That includes the one we're going to talk about. And yeah, that's chilling. Yeah, that's been I've been actually very proud of myself this season. It's like one of the first seasons in like a year and a half, probably, where I've actually kept up with almost every single show I wanted to watch. So I am I'm giving myself a pat on the back. I'm very proud of myself. You did it. Look at me watching anime. <laughs> I'm so responsible. I'm a big boy. Yeah, I am a big boy. I'm an adult who watches anime. And on that note, oh my God, what a perfect segue into our conversation. So, yeah, I know it's probably going to confuse and shock everyone out there to hear this, but uh, spoiler alert, anime might actually be for adults. And, you know, that might confuse people and cause them to burst into fits of rage and fury and just start mouth breathing over their keyboards and brainlessly spam typing ridiculous statements on the internet. But uh, yeah, sorry to say it's the truth. It's the truth, folks. So the reason why 
I wanted to bring up this topic, and, and you were right on board, too, when I mentioned it <laughs> in our Discord. You were like, yes, let's go. Um, is that it, it, the recent events surrounding Mashoku Tensei, which is an anime that's in its second season, that's currently airing right now in the summer season, is that there have been a lot of controversies surrounding some of the scenes and topics that are brought about in this anime. Um, and it goes back to the first season, too. So, and I know, Drew, you've watched the first season as well, so yep. you're, you're well aware of everything. But it, for any of you who don't know what Mashoko Tensei is, really quick synopsis of it. It's an isekai about a 34-year-old man who gets reincarnated in a different realm or world or universe. We don't really have like a specific. We just know it's the, a different time period and a different era across a different universe. It could be anything, really. But he gets reincarnated as a baby, and he grows up to learn like magic and sword fighting, and it's obviously like sort of medieval times-esque. Uh, but... As a 34-year-old man inside the body of a younger boy, obviously there are some inappropriate scenes and situations that come about. Now, in bigger context, they're not to the level of, I guess, grotesqueness, if that's even a word, that a lot of people portray them to be because they take these like specific instances and refine it to like just be in a vacuum, and then they go, "Oh, this is horrendous," exactly. and out of context. Yeah, and it does it. It does the anime a, an injustice, and really the the entirety of the you know, like all of anime is a media, is a medium or in a media, um, an injustice too because you're taking what is a scene that has a larger meaning and a larger purpose and a larger message behind it. And you're pulling it out, removing everything else that's around it and just going this right here, bad. You should feel bad. Don't watch pooey, throw it away. And that's their argument. And then they just wipe their hands. They're like, I've done God's work today. I'm off. See you later. <laughs> and it's so, it's so frustrating. And I actually got into a big, tiff with people on tiktok shocker not new to me uh the the fucking attack on titan situation was just a whole ordeal in itself so i like to put myself in positions where i just get to yell at strangers on the internet um and this time around there was a, a very popular uh content creator has a, a podcast too that's really well known with another content creator that i know from tiktok um not personally just you know through tiktok videos and everything and they talked about how you shouldn't be watching Mashoko Tensei um, because it is showing pedophilia, it's showing slavery, it's showing molestation. And so for those reasons, you just shouldn't watch it at all. It's bad. And then that was, that was his argument. There wasn't any reasoning behind why. There wasn't any explanation in terms of you know, if those scenes were portrayed in a poor light, did they make a poor excuse for bringing these forward? Did they 
not do research and, you know, actually like have the scenes be done in a very, very horrendous and heinous manner. Like the guy, the guy didn't go into any of that. It was just like, they have this stuff. It's bad. You know, watch. And I made a reply video basically being like, that's not a good take. <laughs> like you shouldn't, you shouldn't yell at a fan base and say your anime has very inappropriate topics. And so you shouldn't watch it. And that makes you bad. And cause that's bad anime without explaining why. So going into more detail, I was like, you know, the, the episode he was referring to was one, a recent one on slavery and the, the main character and a few of his classmates go to the slave market and they go in and free and rescue a young girl who was enslaved because her father had, it was like a really quick piece of the conversation. I remember right. Like her father had run into a huge amount of debt. And so he basically just sold off his family to pay off his, his debtors. And then he, Rudy and his classmates go in and they're like, you know, we want her because she's younger and she can learn magic easier and then she can teach it. And, you're like, okay, this is a little weird, but at least he's, you know, I guess freeing her. And then even later in the episode, they talk about how, you know, when you purchase a slave, you're supposed to put a crest on on them to be like, this is mine, I guess. You know, they're, I, yeah, I, not I purchased so they them. can't run away. Yeah. And he didn't. He, he didn't do it for the sole reason that he was like, no, I, she is free. She is a student. You know, she is not controlled by this you know system in which they are enslaving people for you know either it's war purposes or money financial purposes or whatever so you're like okay cool right but again none of that mattered because it has slavery and it, it yeah it just blows it my also mind. it also kind of shocked me that someone can take something so small and and stretch it to, to the extremes. Yes, in our society and what we know as people who live in this era, no doubt about it, slavery is bad. The show is not saying at any point that what Rudy does, what his uh, his student, who I can't remember his name with the bowl cut, um, they don't say what they're doing is fine. They don't say it's good. They don't say it's part of the economy. They just say, this is how it happens in our world. Now, we can extrapolate what we want from it, but when we look at this work of fiction, as it is, even if Rudius or the writer or someone decided to to go a certain route, we have to understand that like this is one person in a world of hypothetical millions. He can make his choices and say, yes, slavery bad, I don't like it. But he essentially can't make an effective change because at that point, he would be the only one making that change. We're fortunate enough to live in a society where millions of people stood up against that. And people did make big voices for it. And people did make change. Right. And people are still trying to make that change today because there's a ton of stuff wrong. But again, Mushoku Tensei is a work of fiction. There's other stuff out there that, like Shield Hero. Shield Hero... Flat yeah. out, everyone's favorite main character in that show is a slave. And the show didn't do anything to change that from her. She's She's got the runes. She's, Raftalia is permanently 
in that situation. And we don't even go into like some of the other, like, I don't want to call them big hitters, but louder shows of the, of the seasons, like Vinland saga deals with it in a certain way, but like, let's look at a very unique situation. Mobile suit Gundam, iron blooded orphans. Honestly, one of my most favorite Gundam series of all time, all of the members of Tekaden at one point were essentially slaves. They stood up for themselves. They made a name for themselves. They, they effectively made change, but Again, it was a work of fiction, and nobody lost their mind that this show was literally killing children, soldiers, and war profiteering mm -hmm. are two of the main themes, and people didn't get loud. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very interested to know who 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 you're fighting and why you're being loud <laughs> about this when we also, if we want to go into another favorite show of a lot of people, and I'm looking at someone right across. For me, like the ancient Magus's Bride. Uh, yeah. like, like come on show is phenomenal great everything in that show but the main character sold herself into slavery like come on so if we're going to get loud about subjects and we're going to fight for honestly our beliefs and and what you want to see as effective change in the world do it in a manner that promotes communication and promotes a conversation because um, without obviously diving into the comment section, which I was a part of too, people in there like to say things, but they don't like to either back them up or join in a conversation because honestly, I'm more than welcome to have a conversation with anyone almost about any topic. If you like my belief system in the world is be the change you want to be. Don't be the deterrent from that change. Yeah. Don't be a bear. So like if, yeah, exactly. So if I personally didn't like the parking laws on my street, I didn't appreciate how someone was treated in my neighborhood. I didn't like what happened at a political level. I have to be that person who goes through the proper channels, whether that be talking to the parking enforcement officer, talking to the shop owner of that incident, or going to my uh, mayor or regional councilor, whatever mm -hmm. people. You have to be that person who's going to say, yes, I don't like this and why, but just don't type all in caps and finish sentences with yes, because, because, yeah. because from our point of view, it doesn't allow us to talk with you about it and, and make better decisions for all of us. I'm not just saying that like we're on this highest pedestal of being adult anime aficionados that know what we're talking about, but it's more that you make those better choices and you make those better conversations. And if there is something in a show that you don't like, talk about it. Like there's, um, like to kind of draw parallels, there is an author out there that I'm not going to say his name and I'm not going to say what he's worked on, but he has done bad things. Hmm. I personally do not support that author. Mm -hmm. I used to, and I have since seen the error of my ways and, and the content I mean, and the have. revenue. Yeah, exactly. And and the revenue he generates, I don't agree with that. So there's also an actor that was in a video game that I thought was really cool. He got arrested for possession and is no longer like they redubbed his entire voice lines. Like, yeah. That's well, gone. So again, make those choices. And if I'm to draw another parallel, there is a very famous podcast about a very famous tabletop game. They removed episodes because someone did a bad and should not be acknowledged for that. 
again, make better choices and, and, and everyone should be open to a discussion. Like I understand there's going to be very harsh par or harsh barriers for certain topics that are beyond me. Like I personally, I cannot speak to like slavery or in my examples of my life, I can't speak to, to racism because I'm in a group of people that like I unfortunately, well, not even unfortunately, like my situation has never allowed me to talk to people about that or interact with people who may need help because just my way of living is not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just but, the, the, the piece. I mean, I agree with everything you're saying too. I, I think the, the piece that is, is bugging me the most and, and what I, I'm trying to understand from the, those arguing on the other side, right? Cause I'm, I'm going to, I'll, I'll put it very bluntly. Um, I, I, don't have any problem with Mushoku Tensei. I think it's a great yep. anime. I think everything that they go through in terms of the the scenes and situations that are more on the inappropriate, you know, I, I, yep. there's no really other way to put it, inappropriate side, they are presented in a manner that is not supposed to be like, hey, this is a good thing, or we're promoting this, or hooray for the character for doing this. They're all shown in a very negative light, and it's it's for a reason. Like, we'll stick with Mashoka Tensei for for this first bit to get all through all of the pieces, and then we can we can dive into the larger entertainment industry too. Out, not even just anime too, outside too, because I have plenty of examples yeah. of, of shows outside of anime that have this. But the the piece that everyone is 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 just shouting from rooftops about is that Rudy had sex with his cousin and because Rudy is 15, his cousin is uh, 17, but the gentleman who was reincarnated as Rudy is 34. Everyone is shouting, this is pedophilia. This is disgusting. Everyone should, this is downright like the worst thing it's horrendous and i'm like well i don't want to get nitpicky but if he was reincarnated as a baby at 34 and now he's 15 wouldn't he be like 50 (laughs) that was my first thought and i was like i don't want to do that i was like i don't want to do that but the they they made arguments like well you know isekais you normally you don't you don't go from being like a, a 20 or 30 year old or 40 year old to like reincarnate as someone younger and you retain your memories. And I'm like, have you not watched Isekais? I can name like five off the top of my head that do that. But we'll even bypass that too. The scene that they are all hung up on is a a very disturbing and a very difficult scene to watch because you're dealing with a, a man who was harassed and bullied through his entire life. Basically, spent his remaining his last 15 years after high school just locked in his bedroom in his parents home never leaving never doing any interactions with other human beings because he had such horrible experiences with just everyone in his life yep. and then happens to go out one day sees a couple arguing one of them runs across the street and his first reaction was just i'm gonna go save them dies, gets reincarnated, gets a second chance at life. So you're dealing with someone that has had very limited experience whatsoever in his previous life, 
dealing with relationships, dealing with family dynamics, Mm -hmm. dealing with just life in general. People. Yeah. So the scene at which, because we're getting inner monologues of the gentleman who is now reincarnated, plus we're hearing what Rudy has to say, which again, still that dude. The scene where he has sex with his cousin, again, gross, it's disgusting. But it's it's supposed to be this message of like, this is not this is not appropriate. This is not okay. Yep. Right. And you're not supposed to like this, even though Rudy's happy about it. You're not supposed to like this. And the very next scene is Eris leaving him behind, writing it out, just being like, "See you later." Okay, bye. Uh, I have to start all over again. And now you have this larger conversation of he like that Rudy was so like one track minded, right? His whole thing was just like, "Oh my gosh, I finally get a chance to do this. This is insane." Right. This isn't this is blowing my mind. But not understanding the ramifications in the totality of it all in which he's now lost his close friend and only yeah. compatriot at that point because uh, um, Regierd is gone. Roxy is gone. Uh, Sylvie, he doesn't know where she is. He doesn't know where any of his parents are at that point either. Right. Like he has nobody. He's yeah. literally left on his own. And that was the entirety of the this first part of the season, season two, is that he is like, it's just him, and he's PTSD. Like, yes, after it, like, and it's he's almost killed himself. He there yep. are multiple scenes in this season where he's almost killed himself because he just he can't handle the fact that he's isolated himself from everyone. He can't handle the fact that he, at his own doing, ruined his relationship with. Again, one of the closest people he had ever come in contact with, other than probably yeah. Sylvie, like and Roxy too. It's, it's but, happening but Roxy again. Was limited. Like, yeah, it's it, it's this whole cycle of yeah. When he was alive in his previous life, he, you know, not by his own doing, right? Before it was it was he was just bullied relentlessly for who he was right. and the person he was. It wasn't like he was a horrible being. It wasn't like he went out and did you know, terrible things in his previous life and then was, you know, faced the repercussions of it in the form of bullying. That's not the case. He was just a larger guy who just got bullied <laughs> like that. It's simple as that. So now it in his reincarnated life as Rudy, he has a complete opposite situation, right? He's blessed with immense power. He has all this knowledge from the previous life. He's able to become effectively like a a a top tier mage at the age of like what 14 15 yep. like he's on top of the world and yet he finds himself in the exact situation in his previous life but this time he's done it to himself that's the message that's the purpose behind it the scene wasn't just thrown in there to be like oh, oh it, wouldn't it be it had purpose yeah well because people are reacting people react to these types of scenes and situations like why would the author put that in there that's disgusting they just did that for for uh, fucking the fan service it's fan service no, here whatever it was anything but no i'm like yes i'm like the fans me being one of them you being one of them frank verter being one of them many others being one of them 
most of them were probably gro- like disgusted. I was grossed oh, out yeah. watching it. I did not like it. I when I watched that episode, I was like, "Oh God, don't, don't." And then as the scene yep. progressed, again, you don't see yep. anything, right? It's not no, like it's only in- exactly. That's it's, the other it's thing. All are implied. Taking context to. It's yeah. all implied, right? Yep. But still, the implication of all you're just like, "Oh God," like it, it makes Calm you feel there, uneasy. Kinda. It makes you feel uneasy, and then you see the larger message behind it, which is he's effectively because of his ego, because of his, his, he's focusing on his need, his wants instead of his needs. Right. Mm -hmm. He's completely done away with everything he worked to avoid in this life and has now reverted back to where he was in his past. And when you see that moment, you see that transition happen at the end in the final episode of season one you're just like oh my god no and it just ends there and you're like oh fuck a duck and you completely forget about it right oh yeah i had to rewatch the last three episodes when this season came out because yeah. i was like i'm not sure what happened because and unfortunately i got treated to that scene and i was like oh my god yes and the other thing i wanted to bring up about that scene at one point she suggests more alcohol. She says, you know what? I know what can fix this because he's a little hesitant at first. She's like, let's yes. have more alcohol, right? That's the other thing. He's having this internal monologue saying, well, I can't believe I'm here, but should I do this? And he actually says things along the line of, yes, is this right? Is this okay? And then she's convinced that if the, as long as they drink like adults do, it'll be fine. It'll work out. And he's like, well, no, that, that really shouldn't what it, we should do. So number Two in the argument of Rudy saying, like, number one, this is wrong. He's also, although it's implied consent, he is going, no, you're drunk. And as anyone should, you're drunk, no. Drunk equals no. Exactly. Again, so they do have explanations for things but uh people just want to see one very small snippet of the matter and that's that's i understand why and again like the 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 arguments that we're bringing up about the messaging and the larger picture are for the purpose of i don't want to get us into this roundabout back and forth of Mm -hmm. like nitpicking the specifics of the anime because again we could go into that we could say rudy is 15 eris is 17 end of story right Regardless of the fact that it's a 34-year-old man that's been reincarnated, because again, Isekai bigger picture. You're reincarnated, that's your new life. Right? He's not a 34-year-old man in this plane of existence. He is a 15-year-old boy who's basically starting again, starting over from scratch, mm-hmm. learning the new world, learning the new culture, how his society works, how life works again, right? Because he he basically didn't live it in his former life. Okay. Yep. I'm sorry to say you, you you scream about the reincarnation piece. Go watch ten other isekais and come back to me at that point and and tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. And yeah, the other fantastic point that you brought up in in the dialogue that occurred before that scene is yeah, Rudy actually had a moral dilemma to deal with. He was like, yes, this is great. Oh my gosh. And then hit this realization of, do I actually want to do it? Like, what is, what's the, what could happen? Yeah. You know, is she in the right mental state for this too? Because it was clear she wasn't, right? Exactly. And you look at Eris too. Eris was brought up in 
a household that was, I mean, basically just the patriarchy, patriarchal household, right? Leaders of a of a domain, uh, domain in the kingdom, okay? Pomp, you know, brought up very pompous, brought up very spoiled, right? Didn't have, wasn't exposed to a lot of the real world either outside of maybe some sword training with Ghislaine and stories that she told her, right? Nothing much until the whole incident that teleported everyone around the globe, okay? So this is new to her too, and she's only looking at it from, well, this is what I see people in my, you know, in my castle do, exactly. or this is what I learned from my parents, right? So even she is unaware or and, and ignorant and naive to it all too. But Rudy actually goes through the the like the situation in his head, the scenario, and is trying to analyze it and be somewhat smart to a degree until it goes out the window when she's like, well, just have more alcohol. It's fine. Right. And then that takes over and it happens. Yep. And again, the focus of that is not the act that occurred. It is the ramifications and the position that Rudy put himself in at his own hand after the fact if you're focusing on the act itself, you're missing everything about that episode and about basically this entire next season. Because that that is the that was the catalyst that propelled us into season two, where Rudy is effectively dead. He he's he's given up on life. He's got no one around him. He's got no support system. He's he's thrust himself back yep. into his bedroom where it's covered in trash, watching videos and playing video games. That's where he's mentally that's where he's at again. So if you're focusing on this one scene that again, not to get nitpicky, is not pedophilic in any way, but if you want to make it that way, go for it, I guess. I just I can't wrap my mind around it. Then you're obviously not understanding the entirety of the show. And again, I don't want to get into a roundabout discussion, but it's just it's it's as simple as that. At the end of the day, it's as simple as that. And to your point earlier, I enjoy having conversations and arguments, right? Debates back and forth about these types of things. But when you get into discussing this with people and their only point is to repeat and repeat and repeat and hammer and hammer and hammer and repeat and repeat, it doesn't fulfill anything at the end of the day. All you're doing is you're just banging someone's head against the wall and they're just going more. And you're like, okay. And they're like more. And you're like, okay. You're like, you got to stop at some point. And they're like more. And you're like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to leave. And they're like, ha ha, I won. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, and that's like one of the examples I wanted to bring up very strongly is um, a show we reviewed early on, which was Perfect Blue. That deals with a lot of stalker-like taking on like the full persona of someone yeah impersonation getting down to inappropriate levels that watching that now in the knowledge and the worldly experience that i have now didn't affect me as much as when i watched that like my second year of college watching that the second year of college like just i was like okay this is this is heavy material like I'm yeah ready for this and that just goes to show that there's, again, anime, a lot of what's out there is meant for adults. And these movies, like, even, like, to the same vein of it, like, Paprika and things like that, there's a strong story in there and there's a strong subject matter for a reason. It's not to celebrate these things, whether it be impersonation, abuse of a certain nature, or even pedophilia it's to bring a message and more light to those situations and so that people can recognize when these things are happening and make those better choices because the the theme of a lot of anime is that there's a hero character and that they're gonna they're gonna win the day a lot of shonen stuff is built in the vein of like hero do good hero be good hero is good and we mm -hmm. can like dilute that further to say naruto is the base and dragon ball too that basically you can win the day with friendship when we take a look at things like attack on titan or we take a look at mushoko tensei or like fate stay as a as another example like yeah there's there's things in there where people do have to make hard decisions and they they have to live with those consequences None of these people are celebrating the, the turmoil and things they went through. But in fact, we get treated to like, again, I'm going to use Mushoko because it does such a great job of it. Like you have to live with the decisions you make in life. And, and that can be anything from something small as, you know, what, you pick the wrong socks to wear today. Oh, man, they don't match my shoes to the heavier hitting subjects of like, I can't believe that was the last sentence I said to my loved one when they went out the door. Yeah, I can't believe I'm part of a systematic system that is like destroying the way of life for certain like people like it's i have to do something to make the change i have to be a part of that change yeah and these like these stronger shows like even if we look at berserk or i don't know heavenly delusion um they're they're a bit more in the vein of like bad shit is real you gotta learn to live with it and like, here's the outcome. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while, we're going to have a show that kind of melds the two. And, and again, teaches like quality life lessons. And I'm not in any way suggesting that you get your education from purely <laughs> anime and watching shows like that. Cause they'll give you a pretty skewed. Uh, I don't know. Of, anime is a, it, is uh, a very it's nice. pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, you know where anime <laughs> can't reach me? Spice. Spice. Um, but it's it's one of those things where I like I, I grew up watching anime like I started in the early days of Toonami watching like Tenchi Muyo and Outlaw Star or Gundam oh Wing. And, early days. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit. Early days. 
I'm thinking like early. Tsunami was only on from four to six. I was like um, early days for me was like like Inuyasha and Bleach and stuff like the that. Big o. The big O. The big oh my god yeah the big O. Holy crap! Yeah, the, right, but those like you can see the evolution even in Toonami's programming and even now switching into Adult Swim with like the best anime of all time, Cowboy Bebop, come and fight me. Um, hey. But there's there's clear themes in a lot of these shows, and it's not, like, if we compare it to a lot of, like, American-based cartoons, it's not something to fill time. It's not something to sell action figures. And yes, there is, like, a new Transformers show every season, and there's a new Pokemon every season. But outside of the mainstream of those, there are shows that have little to no monetary sales outside of the blu-ray version like ascendance of a bookworm finding merchandise for that show is next to impossible and the best i found is a tea set and a bookmark i was like i do i didn't even think they they would have sold merchandise for that no offense (laughs) to that that anime but i was like "Eh." But exactly, right? It's not <laughs> like again, a lot of these are not published with yeah. the the goal to sell merchandise. It's to get the fans who picked up the manga every week, every month to get them something in their hands, something they can experience and see, oh my gosh, I can't believe oh, I was going to say a final fancy name, but like Vash the Stampede, like I can't believe he's on screen and he's <laughs> uh, he's he's just the same as I re- as I envisioned him in the book. Yeah. But or like things like that. But I guess to boil it back down to what we're talking about is there's a message in these shows. Mm-hmm. There's a message in the content and to snip it, clip it, or take one scene out of 32 episodes is such a detriment to the content. Like, yeah, you could take you could take Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for example, and snip out any time Gina interacts with Terry and say, show bad. Sexual sexualization of coworkers. Yeah, sexual he's not consenting to yeah. her. Yeah, she is not. He's not consenting to her advances. She puts her hands on him, and he says, "Gina, no." Yeah, the show never once acknowledges this, talks about it, or in really like Gina never gets um, consequences for her actions, except for the show later on just cuts her out. Yeah, well, and I mean, to the opposite effect too. And I want to touch on a couple of the points you brought up. Yeah. Um, but to touch on exactly what you were talking about now, you have the inverse of that, right? Where there are shows that talk about it, to talk about these topics a lot. And these, these situations and scenarios come up a lot. Like I was talking with my wife about this whole thing and she was like, Oh, don't worry. I've been following the, the, the debacle in the background. <laughs> and I was like, thanks sweetie. But we were talking further and she's like, well, like, I don't watch a lot of like sitcoms or, or, you know, shows on Netflix and stuff like that. Um, I'm very picky choosy when it comes to those things, but she, she watches a good amount and she's like, I mean, there's shows like 13 reasons why and the handmaid's tale and like shows with real actors in them portraying dramatizing. I want to emphasize those words because they mean something. These same exact things like rape like mm-hmm. pedophilia like basically anything slavery to some extent right and again the there is a larger message and a larger purpose behind it all it's 
the issue that people get is to what you were talking about earlier in in when you're referring to shonen in in like there's a hero the hero is good they do good things yay hero right the message that you get from it is is relayed through all of these like fantastical things they do as a hero with their superpowers and all their super friends and you're fighting villains and stuff right it's things that don't happen in our world right we don't have a, a high school of students that have quirks that then get trained to become heroes to go fight scores of villains that are roaming the streets constantly, right? It's fictional. It's fantastical. It's otherworldly. But you still get a real-world message in a real-world, like, entire theme coming out from these fantastical things. So you can you can correlate, you can connect how you are in this realm, in your corporeal being, to something that's happening with superheroes, okay? You can also connect to scenes and situations where it, the message is very clear and there's no fantastical thing around it. It's just normal people going through normal life things, doing normal thing stuff, and this shit happens, and this brings me to my my big point that I want to bring up too, and we can kind of slowly wrap down and cool off after this. <laughs> but I think that the issue, if I were to put myself in people's shoes and get outside of my being, I think the issue that people have is they don't want to acknowledge that these things happen. They don't want to admit to the fact that we, like the world at one point had slavery like everywhere like it wasn't just the united states it was a lot of different countries and a lot of different kingdoms and a lot of different realms dating back thousands of years right the idea of slavery yep. it existed it was a thing right people don't want to acknowledge that or or, or remember that or just even allow it to be portrayed because they just want to forget it it happened it's not a thing. It's bad. It should never be portrayed. Okay. And then you go into topics like what you were talking about with Perfect Blue, like stalking, rape, all these very, very difficult things, right? And people just don't want to acknowledge that it's, it's, it happens. So when it, when it comes out in... In, in entertainment and media, and anime especially, because, again, everyone views anime as for kids. Remember what I told you at the beginning of this episode, folks? Anime is for adults, and this is exactly why. Because you can have these messages come out in your anime and have it be relatable. I'm I, like As we were talking, too, I was thinking, this is an anime I haven't watched, but Frank and um, our good pal Lobo had watched it when it was airing, was Higahiro. And if I remember correctly, and Drew, you can keep me honest if you've watched it. I don't know if you have. I did not. No. Okay. I believe Higahiro is based around a character who was a runaway from home and was effectively going to be like just a sex worker. Or that's oh, wow. how that's how she was she was thought or 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 portrayed to be because she was like a runaway from home that had escaped this life. And, like, gone through all these changes to her, like, her look and personality and things. And 
It's like, yeah. Yeah, that stuff that stuff happens. It's real. Right? We can't shy away from it. It's the same thing with I mean, basically everything we've talked about, right? This stuff happens and it's okay if it is portrayed in the in, in anime or in other sitcoms or whatever, movies. It doesn't matter. What matters is is it portrayed in a light that is that shows it in the manner in which it should be perceived, which is a negative light, which is it's horrendous, it's horrible, it's atrocious, right? That's the biggest piece of it. If we were if we were we wouldn't be here sitting here talking about Mushoko Tensei if if that scene we referred to was Rudy just taking advantage of his cousin and then having like a high five session afterwards and not caring and it didn't matter anything to the story or the plot or his character development or whatever, right? We wouldn't be here saying that because we'd be here saying that is one of the worst ways you could do this and here's why, right? Like at the end of the day, it's all about how it's portrayed. Same with 13 Reasons Why. Same with Handmaid's Tale. Same with Higahiro. Same with Perfect Blue. Same with all these different shows and movies that have these types of topics in them, right? And then the other piece to it, not just the portrayal, is the message behind it, right? And obviously this is connected to how it's being portrayed, but it should the message should be something that's going to leave a lasting impact on the viewers, okay? And in most cases, it's just this acknowledgement of, yes, this happens in our life, right? Now, we're showing it to you in a fictional sense, but this happens in our life, and we should be aware of this, and we should acknowledge the fact that there is something we can do. There's some way we can help. There's something that should be happening to prevent this, because we don't want this to happen anymore, right? Like, we don't want slavery to ever exist ever again. We don't want the, the you know, people to be stalked left and right. We don't want this. We don't want people to fear that they're going to get sold into the sex slave trade or anything like that, right? We, it, that's not what we want. So what change are we going to make? What, what can we do? How can we prevent this? And a lot of that comes out in how the story progresses in anime and movies too. So it just, it blows my mind too that, again, people can, can lash out, throw fit, scream, wave their hands around at, at fiction, but, and you alluded to this earlier, but I'm just going to blatantly say it, uh, people could give two shits and not bat an eye at a, a creator, a mangaka, who had terabytes, right? That's a, that's hundreds and millions of thousands of billions of megabytes of child pornography and what happened yeah, to more them? than zero pictures y- yes yeah, exactly more than zero exactly and what happened to them well the japanese government bad look on them too right they're they're definitely still at fault in the whole situation but he got a slap on the wrist he got a a ban from shonen i think for a certain duration of time uh and that was really it in a fine i think he was fined uh, some some monetary value and that was it and this gentleman's show is now being rerun this season it's out again this season 
gets money he does and it's like i the fact that people hoot and holler and scream till their lungs collapse about a fictional world with fictional characters but they they scoff and you know blow off the guy that had mountains and mountains and a quite literally fuckload of child pornography on their computer is baffling to me i i it blows my it blows my mind how people can can view that and just be like what i watched is bad but this guy who exists in my world right now who's making money off of his show but had a literal mountain probably bigger than mount fuji of child porn he he's all right in my book that's fine <laughs> like well and that's oh, that's the other God. thing the person the person has since deleted their comments and shocker we haven't heard from them since but shocker. the fact remains we are open to these discussions if something is hard to watch send us a message whether like if you want that posted on our socials go for it but if you want a deeper more personal discussion we do not like guard the discord you are more than welcome to come in have those discussions with us if you want it more private and you would just want to email us we have an email address so like it should never be a question of i don't want to go any further with this conversation mm -hmm. other than the conversation is done like i understand there are going to be hard subjects and there are going to be triggers for everyone i'm not saying everyone can talk about everything because again i have had situations that I can't talk about. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's me. So if there's something that you'd like to talk about or you want more information on, you want to learn more, like that's one of the things that I have learned being an old wee is educate yourself and be open to learning more. There were mountains of shows that I watched that... I thought were fun and I enjoyed them in that span of time in my youth. However, looking back at them now, that show be creepy ish. <laughs> like, like te yeah. please teacher. Like, like yeah. that's an, that's a show that is literally promoting a certain thing. Mm -hmm. And people ate it up and it was on top 10 lists for a while. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like, let's we're here. Let's talk and let's figure this thing out. Yeah. Is what I, Pretty much I, want to end my comments on i mean yeah to to wrap it up to entertainment is meant to be critiqued and reviewed and discussed right it's not it's not meant to be created and then sit on a shelf and and protected behind a glass wall yep it's it's the reason why we have book clubs and movie clubs and movie reviews and like why magazines our podcast, right? <laughs> it's why it's why magazines and like newspaper outlets have whole sections dedicated to like here's what's coming out, here's our reviews, here's like this schmo's take on whatever movie they went to go see, right? It like the purpose is to have a discussion because there's a lot to unpack and and many different different shows that come out and movies that come out. Like that's sort of the beauty behind it all, but. I say all this, though, with the caveat that you, you have to do it in a respectful and cordial manner, right? Like, like Drew said, our Discord's wide open. We love talking about anime. This is why we do this podcast. We love being able to take something that we watch and adore and then dissect it and actually be critical about it 
and find flaws and then promote the good things, right? Like that's that's why we love doing this podcast. That's why we love watching anime. That's why we love creating a community that has people that also share those same similar interests and have very different takes from us too because we we enjoy these conversations. So our Discord's open, our Twitter's open, our email is open. Reach out. And if you want to learn more too, or if you want suggestions on what to watch, or if you want to just find ways to talk about these topics, we are open books. We will obviously make sure you're aware of our limitations, but we embrace these conversations. And we hoped that you embraced us today with open arms and not closed fists punching us right in the face after this very challenging discussion. But regardless, we appreciate you all. Thank you for joining us. And thank you, Drew Tendo 64 for joining Baka Bites after a long period of time, a long hiatus. It's good <laughs> well, to have I, you back. I'll, I'll be coming back for more discussions and, and not always just the heavy like heavy ones because like oh yeah like we said we're here we're here to talk and we're here to have fun and if we can share a little bit of knowledge in the medium by all means i i think after these last few weeks because frankfurter and i talked about like kind of like the 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 tester of leading up to this one which was like taboo topics in anime mm -hmm. and this was obviously the the sort of peak uh, and pinnacle of what we were going to discuss here uh we need Something lighter next week. First thought that came to mind, my anime is trash, but this is why I like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? Let's do it. Honestly. I like that. I like that. Let's, let's pick through our my anime list and just be like, this is a 10 to me. I don't care what anyone else says. Perfect. I enjoy that. So we will be joining you next week. If you want to keep up with us, as we said, please feel free to reach out to us on our Discord and email and all those other links, which you can find at our x i guess now or x yeah. profile twitter what i'm still gonna or call we it can twitter. just put a link tree instead yeah yeah we have a link tree but we'll you can find us there on x twitter whatever you can also find links to our youtube our instagram and our tiktok where we try emphasis on the try <laughs> to post daily videos so you can keep up with us but again thank you all for listening and until then we'll see you next time take care everyone bye everybody Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Back up! Back up.